How are you? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Where uh, Where are you located? I am in Akron, Ohio. All right. How's the uh, How's the weather there? Because it's hot as balls here. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. It's, it's 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 freaking crazy right now. It's a weather. It's a heat advisory. So yeah, was, man. Oh, go ahead, dude. Oh, no, I was just wondering uh, how, like, the COVID situation was in Ohio. Like, are you out there wearing a mask? Like, how are people handling it? So, they just mandated that uh, everyone has to wear a mask now. So, okay. it, it, it's getting, it, you know, the cases are rising um, pretty rapidly here also. Cool. Uh, so, I don't know if you introduced yourself, Brian. It's Brian Riley, and uh, he's our social media dude. He handles it all, and... Uh, He's, uh, you know, he was just getting wrapped up actually in your YouTube show. He was telling me when we were doing some research, he's like, I put it on and man, I just got sucked right in. Yeah. I didn't didn't mean to watch it for that long. I just kind of wanted to, you know, just get familiar with uh, the show. And I was like, Oh, I'm glad it grabbed you. Yeah, for sure. Has has your profession slowed down because of COVID-19 or, I mean, I feel like there's still people that are, need to be you know brought in so i don't know if that's affected you at all so now um in the beginning yes because the jails weren't holding anybody so um you know i make a living off bailing people out of jail not actually put them in jail so if there's no one to bail out there's no money so um i was kind of faced with the situation where they would keep the very violent people so they would arrest those people stuck with the, the very violent people and I would have, you know, I have to get them out. Otherwise, there's no money for them. It's starting to let up a little bit more. They're starting to accept more people. So, yeah, I take a big hit also. So, I, you know, I, I follow you on Instagram and uh, I, I'm a subscriber on YouTube. And I saw the in- this Instagram post. I, you know, I'm curious as to the whole story behind it. It's at A&E Passes on Bounty Tank Show for political reasons. You know, I want to first start about like, so this, your show, your YouTube show, you've built from the ground up. How many years have you been doing it? I've been doing YouTube probably about nine years now. Okay. And you have a significant following on there. I believe it's about 425,000 subscribers. You have 240K on on Instagram. I didn't even check Facebook, but I'm sure there's uh, plenty of more people on there. So your reach, you know, you have a big reach. Uh, what happened with A&E? How did it get started? And why do you think it fell apart? Like, what were those discussions like? You know, they said they loved me. They loved my personality, but they wanted to pass. And verbatim, they said, you know, political reasons. Um, they didn't really go in depth with it. I mean, I, it, it's really people. Some people view me as a, office, as a police officer, and it, it, might tie, it might go hand to hand. You know, and, and some networks are scared to even put anything on the air dealing with law enforcement, even though I'm not law enforcement, but still people view us as the same. This would have been good for a network. And I have loyal fans, you know, and this would, this honestly would have gave a better look to the world as, as, as how to treat people. A person with authority with a badge actually treating people with respect and, and, and uh, you know, tying in with the community. Uh, it would have been a good look, man. It would have been a good look for them, but they were scared. You know, I don't want to say, I don't want to accuse them, accuse them of being racist. I don't want to, but the fact remains that they had Dog on there who mm-hmm. was exposed being a racist. And the only thing that happened with him, his show was suspended. And he got back on. You know, so that, excuse me, that's the legacy that they leave. 
I don't I don't know the exact timing of your situation, but did you do you think the fact that they canceled uh cops had anything to do with it? Well not not this network specifically, but And Live P D. That that other show. Um, I, I do think it like I said, because I have a badge and I have authority, mm-hmm. some people consider law enforcement. But again, I'm not. It can't be ignorance on their part because they they've had a show like this. So they know we're not police officers, man. We're I'm an insurance agent. That's it. I just have arrest authority over someone that knowingly signs the contract, what they're getting into. You were a police officer, and then you... Uh, you I were was never a police officer, no. Okay, so... So what were you doing before this? Uh, man, I went to school for nursing, to be, believe it or not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to, to jump into the nonviolent thing, and I, I think you're onto something there, because I think someone sees... You know, you're a large individual and you clearly, uh, when you need to, would be able to handle yourself. But the fact, and this is something Brian and I talked about prior to this, he, and he noticed it too. It's like, when you get into these situations, you're calm, you're not, you know, freaking out and you're, you know, you're, it's kind of the way, you know, people should be in those situations. And I think that, you know, preaching nonviolence in this, uh, in such a crazy weird climate is something that you think that they might want to consider. So it is a little, it is, it is weird. And then you just touched on it right there. Now I'm always calm. There's a deeper message in that. Why am I always calm? Because I'm confident and I know I can handle myself physically. You know, a lot of cops, they're quick to grab a gun. I'm not quick to grab a gun. My first thing I'm grabbing mace, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not grabbing my gun unless I absolutely have to or or I'm clearing the house. So I'm always confident because I know I can handle myself physically. And when you know you can handle yourself physically, you're not quick to grab a gun and hurt someone. So that's why I take, you know, fitness so serious in this Mm. because it can save your life and it can save other people's life. Just being confident and, and being in physical shape solves so many issues. It's crazy, man. So where, where do we go from here? Are we, are we going to shop the show to more networks? Are you taking, um, he's going to keep focusing on, on YouTube. I do know there's a lot of funny YouTube people that, that pretend to be bounty hunters, which I've seen. For sure. That must be crazy annoying, you know, for, for you, who's legit. Um, so yeah, where do you, where do you take this? What's next? I'm going to just keep um, focusing on YouTube. There are other options out there and, there's still opportunities out there lingering right now with other networks. You know, um, it just depends on who's going to be a good fit and who can handle the rawness. Are there, as, some, as someone who's been working at YouTube for almost a decade, are there cons to joining a network? Do you, like, are you fear some about, you know, what it'll turn your content into? Yeah. So I will not sacrifice myself just to make some money or be on TV because at the end of the day, TV might not last forever. I still got to go back and do this job. And it's, it's respect. If people start finding out your staging and it's fake, people lose respect and then that can make my job more dangerous. So I'm always going to stay true to, my, you know, true to myself and I'm always going to show people the real because that's what people want to see. I think that the fact that you want to put these things out there and be yourself and maintain that, um, you know, just that, and just maintain who you are is what helped build that following. And, you know, 
I don't know. I just, I guess I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure what was going on. I, that's why I was hoping there was more context to it. But I mean, was it just really, was it an email? Was it a call? Did somebody call you or was it just like, all right. So it was, it was a conversation between the production company that I'm with and the actual executives who, you know, who make the, the call on any basically mm-hmm. give it the green light. So that was the actual conversation that they had verbatim, um, you know, because of, you know, because it was political reasons. That's what they say. I mean, they should have been more detailed with it. Tell me why you don't want to touch this. Not just because it's political reasons, man. I try not to take it the wrong way, but I, I can't hope to take it the wrong way. Have you been turned down by another network and they gave you more of an explanation or just any other business deal, like, you know, with more of an explanation? I'm not going to name one, one mm-hmm. network wanted me to turn my show into like a comedy right and i wasn't comfortable i said no i'm not doing that i don't care what amount of money you offer this is not a comedy there's funny stuff in it yeah there's funny right. moments in, in it by itself yeah i'm never going to change who i am because that's why i have a fan base the moment i change who i am i'm going to lose you know what i've built so i'm going to always stay true to that man and i will turn down no matter how the amount of money the amount of dollar they offer if it's not true to me and I'm not comfortable with it, I'm going to turn it down. But that makes sense. And, and my thing is also, did you guys really do the research on me? Or did you just see my face and, and what's going on in the world? You just say no. Because mm-hmm. if you actually watch my show, you know it's the complete different of what's going on. I, it's, it's the complete opposite, you know? So that's another reason I'm like, you know, what's political? Because if you watch the show, it's completely different from, it's not live PD. It's not dog to barn. It's none of that stuff. It's completely different. It's on a whole nother scale. So if they really did some research on it and took the time, they would have seen that. But I don't feel like they did. I feel like they seen me and what's going on in the world also right now. And it was just like, no, we can't do it. So yeah. if he came back right now and said, um, hey, uh, you know, we thought about it. We want to do the show you take that offer? There would need to be some type of explanation of, in detail why it wasn't picked up. I would need to have a, a real conversation, a real substance conversation, you know, um, before I would say yes. So I'm not going to say no because of it, but if there's a substance conversation where I can understand, okay, I, I understand that, then then maybe yes. But right now, no, if they just come back and just kind of brush that under the rug, then no, I wouldn't. I just, I just want to circle back real quick. I can't get over the, the nursing to bounty hunting. How did, how did you make that jump? Um, I, was, I was literally in clinicals. And this is when I realized I didn't want to do this no more. I finished it. I got my, my, you know, my uh, degree in it. But I was actually teaching a lady how to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. So you got to, you know, teach the lady, you know, teach her how the baby latches onto the nipple. So I had to actually physically grab her breast and, you know, I'm helping her, teaching her, you know, how to get the baby to latch onto the nipple. So literally her husband walks in, sees me, and I'm big as hell at this time too now, in this little nursing outfit, holding his wife's breast and the baby, and he flipped the hell out. And I was like, man, I don't need to deal with this no more. And then I wanted to still be somewhat athletic um, it, it just, it's just, I'm not a nine to five type of person either. So I really needed to, to be on my own work for myself and kind of still be able to be athletic, still be a man, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's what, uh, 
you know, is, is surprising is how well someone of your size moves. I mean, it's, you know, you're a, a large dude clearly uh, hits the weights, but you're nimble. It's not like you're some lumbering, you know, like a person who can't, who can't get on. Are, are you, are you 40 years old? Really? Am I 40? No, I'm not 40. No, I'm 33. I'm 33. But I mean, so like the good thing is it's not like, it's not like, you know, at 33, there's a lot of, you know, you still have a lot of room to, to grow and maneuver and grow your career. It's not like it's, you know, you're, you're, you're pushing these, you know, the twilight or anything. So the, the good thing is it's not, your back's not against the wall. You still have a great following. You have your show, you have all the things that you had before. Um, and in, and in fact, maybe you're even in a better position now. I'm not going to harp over it. I mean, it's life. It is what it is. And it's not going to stop me from keep pushing it. I got my own show. I control everything. The content, how often I want, you know, I control everything. There's no middleman. Only people I'm paying is the videographer. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing. You know, I, I love YouTube. The platform, you know, they give to, to creators like ourselves to have our own content. So, as long as there's platforms like that, I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm successful. At it. So, no matter if it's on a bigger network or not. So, um it's, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it, man. But I did have to speak on it because cool. I felt like it was wrong. And, and do you have sponsors or like, you know, are people sponsoring you? There has been um, companies to reach out as far as sponsorships. But again, if they don't fit me, then, you know, I'm going to turn it down. I'm not, I'm, I don't do things just for money. So it has to fit. And if they fit, you know, then we'll go ahead through, you know, with a sponsorship. But as of now, the only sponsorship I have right now is Ambrosia. What is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a sup supplement company uh, with Mark of uh, Lowline and Mike Rasheed, Sean. It's the uh, plant-based health um, line that they, that, they, uh, that they just started. It's, it's been up for some years now. CT is a part of it also. So uh, that's the sponsorship that I have right now. Uh, which is supplements. That's great. Yeah. I, I have a cool question. Um, especially since you said a lot of people look at you as like law enforcement, although you're not technically law enforcement. What what don't most people know about bounty hunters? Because the only thing I really know about bounty hunters is um, Ice Cube from All About the Benjamins. Like that was the only <laughs> like experience of bounty hunters. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the that's the only thing. Me, I think a lot of people know about bounty hunters, unless you're in law enforcement. Can you just talk about more about the divide and like what you what it separates you from law enforcement? The basic difference is I'm a bondsman, so I loan people money who can't afford to get out of jail um, for fee. Now, before doing this, they have to agree and sign a contract understanding um, the consequences of not going to court, which is uh, they have to pay, pay money and they can go back to jail. So they know uh, the consequences. They know what you're signing for. They know what's going to happen. An officer, police officers, they arrest people committing crimes. I don't. I don't have that, that power unless I want to do a citizen's arrest, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I only arrest people that I personally bond out, which I loan money. So I, I use this example all the time. If you loan somebody $50,000, you're gonna go get your money. Mm -hmm. yeah. By any means necessary, you know? So that's the main difference. I only arrest people that I bond out. I don't arrest people that are just committing normal crimes on the street. That's the police's job. Thanks for the, for the clear up. Is there, for the, you, you started your new season a few weeks ago, right? Yes. Do you have like, 
I don't want to say themes for your season, but is there anything different for this season as compared to the seasons in the past? Um, I mean, it's more so – the reason why I started the new season was pretty much because of the COVID. Um, mm. And it was a real dry period where there was – the jails weren't accepting no one. So, again, there was no one to bond out. And also, uh, me going to arrest people to jail wouldn't take them. So, it kind of messed up the video aspect of the whole, you know, of hunting. But now, since they're accepting people back – I was like, okay, let's start season two. Um, also, it's kind of uh, revamping me a little bit. I got into music, so it's kind of like a, a me coming out more personally. Is there going to be more of a focus on on music and, and other avenues, or are you going to, uh, as things open up and hopefully stay open, um, just uh, you know, kind of shift back and put everything back into the show, or are you at that point where you say, you know, I want to do more and I want people to know more about me? I'm at that point. Um, I'm going to use both platforms and I'm going to combine them. That just opens up more opportunities. Uh, me doing music, taking it serious, me still doing the bounty hunting, converging them because I can do self-promotion on one platform for myself. Um, just giving my show something different. There's no bounty hunters bodybuilding. There's no bounty hunters that are rapping. <laughs> There's not. Right there, it makes me unique and I want to keep bringing uniqueness to the channel and just attracting different crowds to the show. So just using different ways to pull people in. That makes sense. Cause my next question was, um, you know, I know this show is thriving at the moment, but do you have any plans outside of, you know, being a bounty hunter? Cause I'm sure there's going to be a point and comes a point in time. You're like, I'm, I'm tired of like kicking indoors. You know, it's like, do you have a next step, next phase or what do you plan on moving to? At some point I want to, I want to branch off. I do want to get in Hollywood. I like to be in movies. Um, yeah, at some point, I don't want to be running around, taking yeah. doors in. Um, that'll probably be when I'm 60. Because <laughs> I love what I do. So is, you, you, seem, you seem like you really enjoy what you do. Is there, is there one part of your job that's like, I really, I really hate when, I have to, when I'm in this situation or when this happens? Man, it's just a ton of them, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I hate when I'm in situations where I'm, where the cops don't understand our laws. We have different laws than police. And often I get in situations where cops are telling me, hey, you can't do this. Or I've had cops put warrants out. I've had warrants for my arrest um, just for them being ignorant to the law. So a lot, that that can become very frustrating sometimes. And you got to get it. You got to get your uh, attorneys involved. There's a lot of attorney fees. So that right there, I, I can't stand. I'm going to be honest. It sucks. I, yeah, I can see that being annoying. Uh, just the non-understanding and maybe even being, you know, irritated that your rules are different and you're able to do things that they're not. Look, man, it was actually, it was really great to, to, to check in and I'd like to do it more often. If you're game, we'd love to know what you're up to. We'd love to know how we can help get the, get the word out. And especially when you do land, uh, you know, a, a spot for your show, please let us know. Cause I'm interested in how this story, um, the continuation of it, yeah. Definitely, I definitely, I, I would love that, yeah. And I, I'll definitely keep keep you guys updated. You know what's going on, and um, hopefully, the, you know, I speak in existence. Uh, something big will happen soon. Something big will happen. Hopefully, so. I believe it, man. Well, listen, thank you again for your time. All right, man. Listen, it was great to talk to you, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you soon. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.